<laughs> All right. Well, uh, if we're getting ready to get started here, Trent, you'll hear our intro first. Okay. And then um, uh, do you guys want me to do the the intro? I guess I'm, I've kind of been the one doing most of the... It's kind of your thing. I mean, maybe we should have Jake do it just because it'll Intros. be really fucked up and messed up with Jake. No, no. Adam, you can do it. <laughs> I was good at the schniff, but that has been... No, we have sunset what? that. So. That's another T-shirt. Oh, that is another T-shirt. All right, are we ready? We are ready. All right. Hey, pass me a beer. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. Hey, who wants to play drink the beer? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right, what do I win? Another beer. Just have a cup of coffee. Beer it is. Coffee. Beer. Yeah. I kill for a beer. <gasps> Cheap beer and a sympathetic ear. Step right up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Chad from Beard Hops Podcast. I'm here with my boys again tonight, Adam and Jakey, down Chad. in uh, Beard Hops South Studio. You can do it louder. My name is Chad. There we go. Chad. There we go. What's up, boys? What up? Hey, Pookie. <laughs> How you guys doing tonight? Good oh, now. Great, as always. Good drinking. now that we're drinking. Now right? that we're drinking, yeah. 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 It's Jake from State Farm. Mm. <laughs> I tell you, I, I won't get into it too much now, but I don't know about this. You're gonna have Belgian a cavity. Red. You're gonna have a cavity after drinking. It that. does. It feels like I'm drinking like a like a dum dum sucker. <laughs> just, just hold on, hold on. Just it's not bad. It's just, just hold on. We'll get to the beers on. here in a second. Uh, once again, nah, you're nah, shooting nah. your load early, Jake. Just well, you know, it's story Jake of my life from State Farm. Try a little Tantra or Tantrig or think whatever. A, think about baseball. <laughs> In your grandma. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, oh boy. <laughs> it's over now. Just, we just our, uh, our very special... <laughs> are we ready? Go ahead. You're fine. Go ahead. Our very special guest tonight is uh, Trent Snyder, founder and owner of Bridge Up Brewing, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, out of Door County. How are you doing tonight, Trent? Doing really well. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. On, man. Yeah. Um, Chad, don't go any further, because you oh, yell sorry. at us every time if we skip the beers. I was uh, going to go straight to the beers. He's going to start talking. Then. <laughs> don't go to the beer, then, Chad. All right, what do you, what do you All right. well, what's uh, before we get get going to talking with Trent about his brewery and, and all the excitement uh, going on up in, in Door County, let's go around the room and see what everybody's drinking. Hey! Oops, wrong button. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Adam, what do you got? Uh, what do I have? I have a noon whistle, gummy apocalypse, Northeast India pale ale. And what I thought was cool about this is that's how the can opens. Oh, no shit. The whole top opens? The whole top. Mm-hmm. And that would make a good spitter. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> whole spitter, top pops. ashtray. Yeah, I got the whole top yeah. off. So uh, it awesome. is, it's good. It's delicious. Jamie, thanks for bringing the four pack over and then leaving it. Sweet. Ooh. Yeah. Looks a little juicy. Is it, uh, still... is it kind of a haze? Hazy? It's a hazy. Oh, yeah. I should show you what it is. Yeah. yeah. I may have to steal one of those from you. That's a good. Yeah, that's... you could, but you might not. Nice. But I might. <laughs> Jake, what are you drinking? Two beers. I have got a... Uh, I had a buddy up in Milwaukee. He brought me back some new Glarus. So I have a Wisconsin Belgian Red. And, um, yeah, it's... Uh, I thought this was going to be more like a sort of a standard red ale, maybe amber, um, which it has about the color of, but... It's a Jolly Ooh. Rancher. Yeah, that's probably the best word. That's yeah. even better. Yeah. That is so sweet. 
Yeah, it's that's a sweet like, one. I, I need to go to my uh, dentist tomorrow. I, got a <laughs> I wrapped an airhead around a Jolly Rancher, and then I shoved it in my mouth. Well, God, that sounds awesome. Snort right? some. <laughs> <laughs> Just get ready. Later in the show, I'm going to snort pixie sticks. He, he's like, what are you complaining about? What's the big deal? <laughs> no, I mean, it is good. It is. It's just, it's a lot. I'm going to have to go brush my teeth, but <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. Chad. Three beers. I am drinking our home-brewed uh Stout. This is our bearded hops flame out stout. Man, I have so much of that still. Jake, take I'll some take home, some please. Of damn that. It. I need to get some more of it. This is my last bottle. I'll grab that in a noon whistle. Uh, but this is we did a really good job here brewing this just a base base stout. It's just a very good starter stout. That was the first stout I ever brewed. Yeah, first stout we ever brewed. I like how the head's staying on there as you're twirling it around. That's a, yeah. That's yeah, and uh, Trent, it's called Flame Out Stout because we're while we were while we were boiling, um, we all kind of just standing around talking, drinking, and we drinking, drinking, and we noticed there was kind of a, a change in the noise, or there was no noise. The boil had stopped. The uh, propane tank ran out. Been there, been there. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were so, like, "Oh shit!" So we just called it Flame Out. We that's why we named it Flame Out Stout. Not so. sure how long, and it still turned out delicious. Yeah, we have no idea yeah. how how long. I mean, I didn't. I sh- didn't even take a temperature. I probably should have checked, but we didn't really even know. You'll never be able to recreate that beer. Nope. nope. Right? Yeah. It's which is, absolute. Which is, which is the beauty of brewing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> absolute one off. Yeah. So Trent, what are you drinking right now? I'm about to crack open an archaic revival from Hinterland. Oh, down, I haven't had that one. Down in Green Bay, it's a limited release. Uh, my good friend Nolan, who I work with uh, over at Sunny's, brought it over the other night, and we didn't. He brought over a lot of beer. We didn't get to all the all of these, so there was one in the uh, in the fridge, and I'm about to crack it right now. Yummy! We'll let, you know, let you know how it tastes. I love the sound of a can cracking open. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it's like nice. what kind of? Delicious. Oh, hazy IPA. Okay. Hazy IPA. What kind of ABV we got there? Oh, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find it on the can here. They uh, may not believe in letting you know. Maybe they don't care. It's probably like an eight. Um, I'd say it's um fairly low. I guess around, I guess around forty. Oh, for IBUs, you mean? Yeah. What's it? It's uh, hinterland. What? It's called Archaic Revival. There we go. It's really nice. It's we really got uh, very smooth. It's a seven percenter. Yeah, seven percent. Oh yeah, seven percent. Man, I think I'm drinking some weak ass shit here. I need to. I need to crack something else open. Is that? Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't taste like a seven percent. It's real. It's really smooth. Really nice. Oh, seven percent sessionable over here. Let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, Jake's sessions start at about seven, and he'll go. Uh, he'll session at eleven to thirteen. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Mm-hmm. If we get above like thirteen, then I'd really start getting excited. Mm. Like even this one I brought over tonight uh, that we may crack open oh, yeah, is only sure. eleven. Yeah, Chad, you brought. Uh, Still looks good. Is this one from St. Louis? I was at a uh, craft beer store down in St. Louis, and they. So it's going to be pretty boring because St. Louis is so boring. <laughs> but <laughs> idiot. It's a barely-aged Imperial Stout. Mother's Brewing Company. Yeah. Is that what's next? 
Well, we got plenty of beers to choose from here, so yeah. Let's see Jake, you're, takes us. Jake, just for your information, you are drinking a four percent beer. Ah, <laughs> bitch! <laughs> I think I'm getting more sober as I Look drink at you. it. You might as well just drink some water. They're getting kid. a sugar high. <laughs> yeah, get a sugar high. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, now that we've talked beers, so we can uh, we'll come back to beers whenever somebody cracks another one open. Hold on. For the record, but I know that untapped doesn't go. matter. But um, Chad, you have had this. You gave it a four two five. This is considered a fruit beer. Yeah, and I you, like it. You said, "Damn, this is delicious." Yep. All right, moving on. I like that one and the raspberry tart. It's, uh, their raspberry tart's really good too. You know, see, I like the tarts. I need, I need a little tart. All right, you're done. A little, you're a little. Tired. That's actually Brittany's go-to for from New Glarus is the raspberry tart. Always wants me to buy more. <laughs> Jake's picking beard hairs off. Of a, but like she has beard hairs <laughs> on here. I want a different. Where's my mic? You know, before we started traveling, I knew where which one of my mic was. Now I don't know. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. All right. Is your, does the muff smell different? It's a little musty. <laughs> Oh, and there's some musty muff. Some musty, long, muff. Long, musty muff. Oh, that's a, that's I won't tell you what I did with that. That's a What's that, Trent? Beer. That's a great beer name right there. <laughs> that is a great beer name. <laughs> I like it. There we go. Well, when we uh, we'll get to the part where we talk about brewing with you a little bit later, maybe that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, perfect for your bachelor party. <laughs> Uh, well, as mentioned, uh, we do have Trent Snyder with us tonight for Bridge Up Brewing. Uh, Trent, tell us, um, I guess, a little bit about who you are, and then uh, and then we can get into talking about your brewery. Sure, I am. Uh, you know, I'm a kind of a journeyman. I've I've had a couple careers, a couple lives, um, and I'm only 43 years old. But uh, started out as a school teacher at a middle school for 13 years. Um, and that, in that period of my life, that's really when I got started in, in, uh, home brewing. You, you had, had to be the cool school teacher. Off. You had to be the cool school teacher. Everybody liked that. Were you like the science teacher? Uh, no, I was actually, uh, like a literacy teacher, like reading and writing. Mm, nice. Um, cool. and so I, I, I coached all sorts of sports. So you just made Jake really nervous. Oh, I'm not going to correct your grammar. If it, well, he's got his headphones off now. He didn't even hear that. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only part of my brain works, Trent, so I, <laughs> I may just fall over at one point, but uh, go ahead. By part, he means microscopic portion. <laughs> 15%. 15, okay, fine. Um, so, yeah, I was a school teacher for 13 years. Um, got to the point where I'm like, you know, I, I don't know if I could do this forever. I want to see what else I can do. Got into the... Uh, IT space. So I was a work for an IT consulting firm in Minneapolis for seven or eight years. Um, and then I moved back to Door County, uh, which is where I grew up as a young kid. Um, my family owned a small gift shop here, uh, bounced around all over Door County growing up. Um, and now I run a brewery. So, uh, so life is good. You know, we moved back to Door County and I said, you know, I want to do something that gets me back into the community. That was such uh, an important part of my childhood, um, you know, and, and, and boom, there, there, there you go. I'm, I'm working at a brewery where I get to see people every day and, and uh, hopefully make people happy with the beer I'm making. And how long has the brewery been gone? 
Uh, we started actually, we served our first beer, I think, on January 3rd of this year. So oh, we're, we're fairly young uh, oh, wow. in comparison. That's wow. awesome. Brand spanking new. Well, how yeah. much? What was the lead time to get this thing up and running? How long have you been working on this, baby? Um, you know, I think I, I think I met with my business partner, Jason Estes, who owns Sunny's Pizzeria, where, where our brewery is. I think I met with him in, in July of 2018. And, uh, we decided to, to go forward with this. And then it was kind of the, you know, you got to get your various licenses and things like that and get the equipment and figure it all out. And, I had to do a bunch of recipe scaling and all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, so it took, you know, before we got our licenses and actually could sell, about, you know, half a year or so. That's impressive. Year. I'm impressed. Wow. wow. That's not bad. It's pretty quick. And for what you're doing, um, the way you have your your setup, I mean, I know that you've got some, obviously, you've got money tied up in the in the brewery, but... It's it's not the scale of this brewery is quite a bit different than some of the other breweries that you typically would go to. So Absolutely. you've got um, four five. How many how many tanks? Uh, for, as far as from fermentation tanks, fermentation, yeah, we've got four one barrel fermenters and four half barrel fermenters. So we're able to push out about six barrels every couple of weeks. Yeah, so we're we're, we're talking to. I mean, in, in a good way, the the smallest, the smallest brewery, yeah, that uh, that we've come across, and I think it's awesome. Um, yeah, I was about to say we went from you know talking to, you know, Lakefront and Central Waters, big, to the small. It's kind of cool. It, it'll be interesting to talk to you and get your perspective on things and and how it works. And everything. Well, we'll it's fun to talk that. to somebody too that's closer at the beginning. Yeah, you exactly. know these guys we've talked to. They're 20, trying to remember years. stuff they did twenty years ago. Right, yeah. You know, so yeah. that's awesome. And I, I think we're a little bit closer to what you guys are doing in your garages, and it's a it's a lot closer to what I was doing in my garage, which I think is a nice is a nice next step for me personally as a brewer. Um, you know, and I, and I don't know if I would want to do it any other way. Yeah, you know, are you um, are are you thinking the the scale that you have now is is probably? I mean, it's it's great for for where you're at. So. You're inside a Sunny's Pizzeria restaurant, which is a fantastic yep. location on the water, right there at the Sturgeon Bay, Sturgeon Bay Bridge. Yep. Uh, and for well, for people who don't know, Wisconsin, Door County is like the little thumb. If you look at Wisconsin, that little thumb that sticks up—that's where Door yep. County is. Um, is a vacation spot. Um, very. Um, uh, I don't want to say it's very touristy, but it's a tourist location. Mm-hmm. And your spot in Sunny's. Uh, really couldn't be any better as far as as far as places in in the Sturgeon in the t- town of Sturgeon Bay especially, and you're in the lower level of of Sunny's in a fairly small room. How big? Yeah. We did we did a uh, Trent and I did a brewery tour a few weeks ago, and I, I just spun around the room and <laughs> that was that was the tour. <laughs> but I think it's awesome, and you're making some really good beer. Out of out of this location, thank um, you. I mean, everything I've had anyway has has been has been really good. So, you started. What what did you start out with? What was your first 
first beer that you put out at Sun at uh, Bridge Up Brewing inside Sunny's? Uh, no, I think it was our. I'm trying to remember. We've done about 20 different beers now, but I think it was that's, our. That's crazy in that short amount of time. We've yeah, done 20, crazy. 20 different beers. Yeah, I think it was our Knee High, which is our cream ale, um, and we, you know, we wanted to brew something that was um, similar to like a Spotted Cow. Um, because at Sonny's, that was our, our number one seller. And so we wanted to, to brew something that we knew people were looking for and, and uh, you know, obviously like the, the flavor profile. So um, that was my first task was to brew something that was, um, that was similar to that, which was, which was a challenge because that was a style of beer that I hadn't had a lot of experience with. You know, I would have loved to have started with an IPA because those are pretty forgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, recipes uh and something that i prefer um but i think it was our cream ale that we started with now that i mean you said 20 different beers yep and that was you started in january we yep. served your served your first one in january yep. we're now in uh, mid-june so six months and you've done 20 different beers yep which to me that's pretty fucking awesome because you're not going to get that type of variety that quickly on a larger scale brewery. Sure. When you've got the the size of, of your brewery, the tanks that you've got, you're pushing out, you said six barrels every two weeks. Yep. And the, the ability to be so flexible in what you, what you decide to, to brew next is just a matter of cleaning out your tanks and lines and Starting something. Is that the plan, Trent? Yeah. To keep mixing it up. Was that is that part of the the plan when you came into this, or do you think it's possible you'll have one that's so popular that you look at making it a uh, seasonal, or maybe even contracting it out as a seasonal thing while you keep working on you know different stuff there locally? Yeah, you know our focus, you know, move. You know, when we started was to 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 really be a brewery for Door County. Okay. And, and what that to me what that means is we say we're a brewery for the people. And at the core, what that means is we're a brewery for the people who make Door County their home. Yeah. Which is maybe uh, 14,000 people. So you feel like you're really targeting the local people as opposed to waiting for the summer crowd or something? Correct. And I think that that was really important to to me personally because Door County was such an important part of my life. And it's where where I'm making my forever home. So I wanted to brew beer for the people of Door County. Now that also that also encapsulates the people that call Door County their home for the summer, mm-hmm. for a week out of the year. So, really, what that means is we 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 want to brew beer that that people want to drink. Because at the end of the day, I don't want I don't want beer sitting around that's not gonna that's not gonna get consumed. Right, right. You know, so that really drives our brewing schedule, and and that what that means is I I go upstairs and I go up to Sunny's and I talk to people. I ask the servers, hey, who's drinking our beer? Mm-hmm. I go over to the table, I go over to the bar, and I you know ask them, what do you, what do you think, you know, and get their opinion. Ask them, you know, hey, when you're at home or when you go out to eat, what types of beer do you do you look for? Mm-hmm. And that that's what we want to that's what we want to brew. It's not about what I what I want, you know. We're we're here for the people of Door County. Now your your cream ale. I mean, going up against Spotted Cow in Wisconsin is, I mean, a cream ale that you, people are gonna compare it to Spotted Cow, obviously. Yep. What what yep. what has been some feedback from that? People said, yeah, it's really good, or Spotted Cow's better. Yeah. What what are you trying to do? <laughs> you know, it's been pretty mixed. I mean, that was that was a really tall task. Yeah. To start with, you know, there's there's a lot of 
there's a lot of little things that go into making spotted cow as popular as it is. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful beer and, and new Glarus is able to do things in the brewing process that I can only dream of doing. Okay. Which makes spotted cow what it is. Um, but I, what I did is I, you know, took my opinion of spotted cow and I've, I've drank plenty of it. And I said, you know, I, it gave me an opportunity to kind of make it, you know, improve on things that I wish it had and, and, take away things that I wish it didn't and, you know, and things like that. And I think for the most part, people have seen, a, you know, all I wanted to see, have people to see is a similarity, you know, like, Oh yeah. You know, yeah. It is kind of like a spotted cow. Right. Um, we're, we're not as hazy as a spotted cow. I, you know, that I'm sure they use different yeast. They obviously use, you know, different fermentation process and things like that. But at the end of the day, I wanted something that was approachable to both, you know, to all people, something that's a little sweeter, um, you know, cause it's got a high corn content and things like that. Um, you know, I don't know. I've had people that are like, they take ours and then they order a spotted cow and then they've ordered a spotted cow and I've talked to them and they've ordered ours and they've had a couple of ours, yeah. you know? So it's, it's mixed and that's, and that's beer. That's beer for you. Everybody likes something mm-hmm. different. It's like chili. There's always a comparison too. Everybody's comparing. I love that comp. It's like so chili. chili. <laughs> I know that is good. so true. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> Now let's back up a minute. How? What made you decide? You know, after teaching, after doing IT, like, yeah, let's start a brewery. You know, were you just were you just home brewing and enjoyed that, or? Yeah, it's it, in a honest, honestly, it's a it's a miraculous story. Um, like I said, when I when we made when my wife and family and I made the decision to move back to Door County, which was my home growing up and my wife's home for a week every summer. Um, I said, you know, my wife, my wife works for a, a very, really good company and she's able to work from home. Um, so I was able to really say, you know, I want to, I want to do something that gets me back into the community, meeting people, knowing people, interacting with people that live and work in Door County. Um, and I was actually coming back from Green Bay. I'd gone to Costco to pick up stuff for the kids' lunches. And I was driving back and my realtor called me, who was really my one of my only friends up here at the time and said, you know, my brother, Jason Estes, who owns Sonny's has a crazy idea. He wants to start a brewery. And I remember that you said that you had home brewed for a lot of years and worked at, you know, done some <laughs> internship, you know, can he call you? And I said, yeah, he can, certainly he can call me, you know, and, and, uh, and uh, Jason called me a couple of days later and we had a conversation and it was very, you know, what's the brewing process look like? you know, what would be, you know, what would be the investment to start a brewery? What do you need? How does it work? All this stuff. And it was very, uh, I felt like I was being like, I was a consultant. Um, and, uh, you know, after about an hour and he's like, you know, why don't you come on down to Sonny's, um, and check out the space that we have. And so we spent about another hour together and, and after that face-to-face hour, he's like, you know, I think you're the guy for the job. <laughs> and, and I looked at him and I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, what, what job? He's like, well, I don't know the first thing about brewing beer and you seem to know a lot about it. I want you to, I want you to open this brewery and I want to partner with you and, and, and let's do this thing. The partnership was born. There you go. Yeah. And I, and I, I looked at him and I'm like, he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, ah, wow. Um, can I, 
can I call you later? Like, I, <laughs> can I sleep? Like, can I get I, time? I'm thinking, okay, from going from my garage to a to a you know a, somewhat of a production brewery, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> oh shit. Were you yeah. still were you still working in in IT or uh, had you no, already? No, I was I was working at a company here in, in Door County. Uh, okay. Uh, at the time. Yeah, just picked up something local from the move back. It was something to kind of fill fill the gap and do my part as a you know as a husband and a, and a dad. Right. Um, uh, but it was really it was amazing doing something like this, whether it was a restaurant or a food truck or, or something. Um, but it was uh, it was a wonderful offer. It was a very scary offer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And he's but, like, I want an answer now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I came home and my wife was on a conference call and I was sitting in her office and I'm like, just rocking back and forth. And she got off and I was like, I'm like, babe, you're never going to believe this. <laughs> the funniest thing happened today, sweetie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I told her and, and her reaction really is what sealed the deal. And she's like, this is what you, isn't this what you wanted? You know, awesome. this is what you talked about doing when you came back to Door County. Think of, think of how many people's lives you're going to touch and interact with. Wow, and I'm like, yeah. let's do it. It put, it put all my, it put all my insecurities and, and questions aside. Yeah. And, that's really, and that's what really what drove it for me is that, Hey, this is the opportunity I've been working, you know, waiting for regardless of whether I know what the hell I'm doing or not. And whether I can brew good beer or not, who cares? I'll figure it out. <laughs> I love that. that's, yeah. That's kind of how we got started. So it's a really, it's it's a really good story, and it's a story that I go back to when I, every day when I'm brewing. I'm like, man, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I love that. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm good at it, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get her done. Get her done. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Uh, what did you guys just crack open there? That barrel aged from St. Louis. Okay. So I'm not expecting much. It's from St. Louis. It's going to be pretty boring. But Matter, matter fam- families? Familias? I don't know. We'll find uh, out. So Trey, are you able to source uh, some of your materials there locally as well? Have you been able to partner and get uh, some of your ingredients local? Yeah, and that that's a real big part of our brewery is, is trying to keep things as local as we can. And that's, you know, if you're familiar at all with Door County, it's um, – like we talked about earlier, it's, it's very seasonal. And right. to make yeah. Door County uh, a year-round place, we all got to work together here as business owners um, yeah. and watch each other's backs and, and help each other out. And and I've experienced I've experienced that. And so as my give, you know, as my part of this, it's it's me reaching out to to business owners and saying, hey, uh, you know, lot and box orchards. Can I get some cherry juice, apple juice from you? I want to use it in my brewing. Um, reaching out to people that are growing hops uh, on a small scale. Yeah. Um, just reaching out to restaurants and bars, saying, "Hey, we're opening up a brewery. You know, do you do any guest taps? That that sort of thing." Mm-hmm. Uh, and we and we've done that, and that's important to us, and that's really why we've. That's why we got our equipment out of Milwaukee. That's why I get all my grains uh, from Chilton. You know, that's that's what we're that's what we're all about. And and it's really, you know, if it, if it's not the people of of Door County, it's the people of Wisconsin that we're that we're trying to uh, to work with. Awesome. 
you told me the story about how you got your equipment when I was there. So how, how did this, uh, how the equipment come up to uh, Sturgeon Bay from Milwaukee? Yeah. So, uh, you know, you know, early on, you know, we were, you know, decided that we, we needed some equipment and my, how this whole thing started is my business partner had been to a convention and seen this, you know, kind of dummy proof brewing system. It kind of looked like a washer dryer combo type of a thing. And it was kind of for those people who owned restaurants and wanted to do some, some brewing. And it was kind of like a, you know, you, you dump in, uh, you know, some DME and you, you know, dump in some hops and then, you know, in a little bit, you got, you got beer and you put it in a plastic fermenter and, you know, you've got a, you've got a brewery at your restaurant and people can, you can make lots of money and, you know, people will drink your home brew, you know, you're basically your home brew, but at your restaurant and, and not knocking home brew, but that's, that's what I did in my garage was, you know, a lot of powders and, and extracts and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, when I took the job, that was the first thing I'm like, yeah, I don't know about, I don't know about this. So my business partner said, you know, why don't you fly out to California, check out this company, see what you think, went out there. I'm like, yeah, it's exactly what you told me it was. And so while I was out there, I visited a few breweries and and talked, you know, to a few brewers and told them my story and what we're, what we were, you know, what we were doing and, and got a lot of positive feedback and a lot of like, Hey, you can do this type of a thing. And, and this is the type of equipment that we suggest you, you look for. Um, and I came back and, and did some researching and, and ended up finding spike brewing out of Milwaukee, which was, a uh, you know, they were a home, I don't know if you're familiar with spike, but they're, you know, they started as a home brewing, you know, like an upscale home brewing company, you know, some really solid equipment for home brewers. Um, stuff that I wished I could have afforded <laughs> when I was in my garage. So I reached out to them and, and luckily the timing was right. And they had really wanted to get into kind of the nano brewing market um, and kind of, and kind of raise, raise the bar for their equipment and make it bigger and better. And, you know, they had, they had this one, you know, the biggest, what the biggest equipment they offered was a one barrel system. Um, and I'm thinking that's probably a good place to start. Mm-hmm not really knowing anything, but I'm like, that's, that's a lot of beer. That seems right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and uh, they offered a half barrel fermenter and I'm thinking, you know, I'm doing the math and, and these guys were super cool. Uh, everything's made in the, in, in the United States. You know, they gave me a tour of the facility. Um, you know, I saw guys welding the, you know, welding the, the ports on and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this looks like, this is the real deal here. And they weren't hiding anything. Yeah, good quality stuff right there on display. Yeah, super, super good. And just they're just not holding anything back, not hiding anything. And I came back and I said, you know, I think we got to go with this spike equipment. And my business partner's like, you're you're brewing the beer. Let's do it. He's like, so wait, we, I could have just sent you to Milwaukee? <laughs> <laughs> you to go to California? <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, I had a great time out there, by the way. Went to, went to yeah. That I've, I've seen on Instagram. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> but they've been, they've been incredible to work with ever since. And like I said, it's important for us to be lo- as local as we can. Um, the fact that they're, you know, two and a half hours away from me, you know, anytime I've run into anything, you know, anything that needed fixing or uh, I needed a part, the next day, no questions asked. The customer service is incredible. That's awesome. 
they are they are in my opinion the 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 top level of of uh, of equipment you know their 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 stainless is is real strong it's real clean it's beautiful equipment you know I love, very nice. I, love, I love polishing it up you know it just <laughs> it just shines you know and it cleans up really well um because i'm a, i'm a messy brewer you know shit's flying everywhere so <laughs> it, uh, it uh it's been a, it's been a great partnership and uh they've been real kind to us and as we've grown They've grown with us. We've moved up from a half, you know, half barrel fermenters to full barrel fermenters. As, as they made those available, we were the first ones on it. And I think, you know, and, and I may be wrong, but I think we're the only brewery using strictly spike brewing equipment um, anywhere. Awesome. Is there a name for this for your size of brewery? I mean, I know Nano's usually thrown around, but Nano's sometimes Nano breweries get to be fairly fairly decent sized yeah they're like <laughs> what's what size is your brewery if you're doing six barrels every two weeks <laughs> um, <cute>. micro nano <laughs> I, don't know, you know, I think i think we still fall in the nano category but yeah. um, you know for right now we're 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 right sized yeah you know, we're a right sized brewery for what we're trying to do um but definitely uh some significant growth is necessary in the near future for us. Yeah. How far into, uh, how far up into uh, what other towns uh, in, in Door County are, are you, uh, reaching at this point? Are you just in Sturgeon Bay? Are you up in Egg Harbor yet? Or, um, you still know, work, think, still working on some expansion. Yeah. You know, we're definitely, we're, we're strictly at Sunny's. you know, we're, okay. we haven't, I actually, actually there is a, there is a place, um, called heist that just opened up in Sturgeon Bay. It's a, it's a really cool spot. It's kind of a collabor collaborative spot. It's kind of a coffee shop during the, the daytime hours. And then on Fridays and Saturdays, it turns into a very, very cool, small plate, um, chef's tasting type uh, restaurant where the chef really only has hot plates to work with. So it's very, <laughs> it's very cool. It's in an old bank building. Uh, awesome. Just a really cool place. And, uh, I got to know the owner of Heist. Uh, he owned a coffee shop up in Northern Door County, and he reached out to me just because we're literally two blocks from where they are, and said, "Hey, we'd love for you to to brew us a house beer," because um, they're focusing on uh, having some really quality beers to kind of pair with the food that they're doing. Um, the owner of Heist was kind of a kind of a beer guy for a couple for a couple beer places. Um, Across the state so he knows his beer and he really wanted us to brew him something that he could have for a house beer so um that's really the only other place that we are right now um uh, but have a, have had a lot of people reach out saying hey do you you know can we have your stuff as a guest you know guest tap and i just i've told them probably next year at this time would be a better time for us we're really we're really struggling to keep beer on tap at sunny's right now so you, it's just running out as soon as you, as soon as it's ready right now, pretty much. Yeah. We've got, we've got some beers, you know, that, that really last a, a weekend sometimes. Yeah. That's a good problem. That's, that's a great problem to have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is a great problem to have, but it's an extremely scary problem to have. I, I don't want, I don't want to be the only brewery uh, to, to not have any beer. 
not right. have your <laughs> yeah we're a brewery but sorry we're, we're out of beer <laughs> yeah. now is there any um is there any good uh brewery festivals or or craft beer festivals in door county over the summer that you could uh hop over and show show off some of your stuff at yeah there are actually and actually on sa- this saturday on the 15th there's a beer fest in bailey's harbor okay um, which is a, a, you know it's grown over the years but i think there's about 45 45 breweries uh, represented in 150 different craft beers nice. this Saturday, this Saturday up there in Bailey's Harbor. Um, and then there's, uh, there's one in Egg Harbor, I think in the fall. Um, and then there's, then there's a couple down in Green Bay as well. So there's, you know, it's Door County's, you know, steadily becoming a, you know, kind of a craft beer area which is really exciting it makes sense though right i mean it's kind of like the right area there's a lot of good restaurants there's a lot of sort of this outdoorsy hiking parks some golf up there these farms you can check out cherries all that stuff so it kind of makes sense to me that it'd be a place where you could kind of cultivate a craft beer uh you know following no doubt about it it's exciting you know and you know as different breweries pop up you know people are like oh you know that's competition and you know i don't think me personally, I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but I don't think there's too many people that, that look at it as competition up here. I think it just helps Door County in general. Right now, um, it might help just drive more people there to make the sh- make that shift. Yeah, it becomes a destination for for, your, for yeah. a lot of years. There was you know the winery, you know the winery thing, the winery tour. Yeah, uh, winery. yeah, that's I, all it was. Yeah, yeah I always love Door I County. About, I think we're about two breweries away from from being able to put together kind of a brewery tour. Well, you've got, um, it, well, this is an interesting point too. One barrel, you know, they're out of Madison. They just opened yep. their, their facility in an egg Harbor. Yep. So you've Board got, there's, if I'm not mistaken, if we don't count, um, the cidery or what's a orchard, um, Island orchard. Yeah. Island or Island orchard. If you don't count them, you've got your, there's four breweries, right? In door County is there five. Yeah. And, so and there's, there's eight, eight wineries. So. Yeah, we're close. Yeah, I'd say close. I'd say we're there. Let's get the bus. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to That's me, enough for me. You know, brought to you by me. You just lump them together, and you know then <laughs> then it quickly becomes a <laughs> to the bearded know, hops bus. It's kind of a husband and wife deal. You know, you hop on a trolley and you go and I love this it. time you're you're at a brewery. This time you're at a winery. Then you're at a brewery. Then you're at a winery. I think it's just. Mm-hmm. Or you form two lines. All the women get on the winery bus. All the men get on the brewery bus. I'll see you later, honey. <laughs> and you come back together completely drunk. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Man. That that could be a great evening. Oh yeah, absolutely. We, we got along so well. I'd want to go to all of them though. I mean, I'm a wine drinker too, so I I I don't know if I'd be able to split that line. I'd have to hit them all. You just go through it twice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, got to run. And, there, I mean, and there's some great wineries up here. Very, oh, yeah. very good. Wineries, you got craft distilleries up there now. I yeah, mean, it's, it's uh, yeah. I love Door County. Yeah, my uh, I never went there until I was an adult, but my wife, her family, when, grew when did up, that happen? I'm still working on okay, it. Shut I was up, say. Fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, my wife's family's been going there since she was a kid, and uh, fast forward to I don't know, five, seven years ago, my in laws bought a place in uh, Sister Bay and. We go there. I, we try to get up there at least a couple times a year. I, I love Door County. I mean, and I'm usually kind of a Wisconsin. I like talking smack, but I love me some DC. I've never been. So, 
Yeah, this uh, this podcast is a little bit. Uh, this one, this one's a little closer to home than I think most podcasts we've done, especially for for me and and Jake. I know Adams has yet to get up to Door County, but you'll love it when you get up there. I can't um, wait to stop by uh, see you, Trent. Is there? Do you have yeah, they, an area there separate of the the restaurant where it's ju- if I just want to come and drink beer? Yeah, and currently, no. The answer to that is no. But like, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yes, yes, and no. We have a tiki bar, which which is outside, okay. which is close to the marina. I can um, work with that. Which is nice. Uh, it's a nice area. You got some. You got some. That's my special place. Standard patio furniture. You can get three of our beers out there. Um, you know your typical tiki drinks in a bucket or a bowl or whatever they serve them in Mm -hmm. Um, coconut yeah exactly um beautiful view beautiful boats um but no tap room per se okay but like i said that the we've submitted plans to the state and it's just a matter of time until our tap room is is done which is which would be right adjacent to where i'm brewing right now would it would it be uh is that an addition connected or would that be a separate building of where you're brewing right now? No, it would be, it would be a, a re a redevelopment of a current space. Okay. Nice. It'll be a fantastic spot, especially in the, in the evenings. And I know, uh, Trent, when I saw you last week up there, you, as we were both watching that sunset and you, when you were leaving with your family yep. and, and you said, I always tell people I've got a viewery, not a brewery. Right. That's good. But where you're t-shirt. talking about where your tap room will be is going to have those windows right on the west side there. Yep. It's, it's going to be an amazing spot. And there's a great outdoor space there, too. Will that so, allow yeah. for any more expansion into the space that you have to do the brewing? Uh, can you, will that can allow you, Will that allow for any more production or is it just simply? A, yeah. Well, yeah. there is, there's, there's definitely a space we're, we're looking at in, uh, making an investment into a five or a seven barrel system. Okay. Nice. Uh, as well to go along with the, with the brewing space, which, 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 which would allow us to accommodate those requests from those restaurants and bars up in Northern door County that have asked, Hey, can we get, can we get those guests, those guest taps from you guys? Awesome. Now, how many, how many people you have working with you? Is it just you doing all the brewing, everything? It's just me. Yeah, it's a one-man show right now. So I do all <laughs> the brewing, all the cleaning, all the keg cleaning, all the carbonating, all the kegging, all the social media. Did mar- I see on yeah, marketing. Yeah. Facebook, yeah. Were, you, were you canning or labeling cans too? Yeah, yeah. I, we're, we're rolling out our crawler cans hopefully this weekend for Father's Day. Uh, I don't know if you heard those sirens. <laughs> Coming to get you. Got to go. They, they stopped when they went by your house. Yeah, what's going, going on? on? Peeking through. Yeah. Like, Wait a second. Uh, but yeah, so we're rolling out some crawler cans. So I'm I'm even at in my in my kitchen on my on my island uh, labeling my own crawler cans. Are those the first crawler cans? <laughs> those are yeah. Those those are the first 127 that we got. Now you need when to do they? you need to do like uh, Central Waters did. They said when they. Back in the day, when they would do them by hand, they do every every few upside down. <laughs> yeah, just they for would the mess around with them every once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. They label things upside down. Just I swear, people are like, "I got the golden ticket. I got the special can. What do I get? 
that's uh, a great that's a great idea. My wife was keeping tabs on me because, of course, as I'm doing it, I'm drinking beers, and she's like, hey, <laughs> she's like "That one's backwards." I'm like, "Oh, thank you, thank you." It's a special one. Right. What when uh when are the crowlers going to be available? Yeah, what's that? Uh, what's going in there? We're, we're hoping this weekend. Uh, we're hoping to to be able to offer this for you know Father's Day gifts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're waiting on our uh, our CO two line to be run to our CO two purge tower. But even if we don't get that, I think I'm just gonna just pull beers and, and fill them without it. What do you What are you filling in there? Do you know? Have you picked the beer? Uh, we're just gonna we're gonna fill whatever we got on tap. Oh, nice. We've got five, we got five beers on tap right now, so it's gonna be one of those things. If somebody has a beer they like and they want it, they want it canned. We'll we'll do it right right at the bar. Oh, you do right at the bar. Oh, that's Chris. Nice. You just carry it out right there if you like it. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. So nice, uh, nice segue into what you have available. Uh, what are you? So you've done twenty, but what's uh, what's your current lineup? Right now on tap uh, at the bar inside Sunny's, we've got a our Driftwood IPA, which we just tapped today. We've got our Escarpment, which is a Citra Pale Ale. We've got our eighteen fifty one, which is a Zwickel Lager. Uh, we've got our knee high, which is a cream ale and I'm trying to think of is what cherry the cherry goes still on Gosa is not on upstairs, but I think it's still on at the Tiki bar. I'm trying to think of what that, what that other one is upstairs where you can find Chad. Oh, it's, it's, the, <laughs> the, it's the, it's the not quite right. Uh, pale ale. We called it not quite right because it didn't turn out exactly what I was hoping for, but it still turned out really good. So you put it on anyways. We're but totally because, like a lesser version of you. We got to come right. brew with you. That's like yeah. every time we brew. I had great visions. I got some really cool. I used uh, uh, Mandarina Bavaria hops, which was supposed to be really soft and peachy and tropical. And so I had, I, you know, put together this recipe that I thought was just going to be dynamite. And it just didn't come out w- the way I had hoped. It still turned out great. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't put it on if it wasn't a good, a good beer. <laughs> um, but everybody's like, what, for a while, we just had session pale ale. Cause first of all, it came under, it came in under, under ABV what I was shooting for. Um, so I call it a session pale ale. And that's what the signs, you know, the little tag underneath our tap line said. Use what you got. You know, you, yeah. you could even go yeah. into, uh, this it is was, like a 105 delicious. calorie. It was delicious, but just not what I wanted. What yeah. I was shooting for. So today, our our front of the house manager is like, what are we going to call this thing? You can't just call it session pale ale. And I'm like, you know, it's just it just wasn't quite right. And he's like, <laughs> he's like how about it wasn't quite right? And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, perfect. Around, You're a genius, think, Trent. You're like, I, yeah, yeah. And I just, and, and we wanted to stay with like Door County nautical water. So we called it not quite right. And we did K N O T. Love it. Not like a sailor's knot or, you know, what the knot you would use to, to tie your boat to a slip. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, we don't have any ego and it's, it's, it's my way of saying, Hey, you know, I screwed up, but it still turned out good. Yeah, um, you know, and it, and it may prevent people from trying it because they're like, "What the hell is that name?" <laughs> Not quite right. <laughs> I, I definitely try it. 
Yeah, well, I'll try it on I'll Saturday. It I'm going to be up sure. there. So, Trent, I'll tell you, I got a comment and I got a question. My comment is, if you can anything and on that can, you can you can can anything. If you put a boat on that can, Chad will buy it. He <laughs> loves anything with a boat on it. And he'll keep the can. Yeah. 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 He'll keep the can. Yes, I got uh, a line line of can uh, cans up there that are all boat or nautical. Awesome! I'm, I'm a tremendous artist. <laughs> and if I you if, boat if, on there. if there's a boat on it with a nautical nice. name, he will he will blow. You'll have a mess at the tiki bar. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> what I was gonna ask you is, has there? I like how you tried to censor <laughs> yourself for a second. You're like, uh, yeah. You're uh, like, why don't you say it? I, well, I actually have a lot of. I have three questions actually. I'm curious, what's the three. highest ABV you've put out three. to uh, your customers? I'm curious if you've put one out that you weren't sure if people would like, and with they high ABV? and they loved it. And I'm curious if you've had to just flat out dump one. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the dump one. I did a stout. I tried to do a, a milk stout. Okay. That just, and, you know, I think and it was just a, a, a style that I was unfamiliar with. And I think if I would have just stuck with it longer, mm. it would have turned out just fine. But because I was unfamiliar with that style during the fermentation process, as you're kind of trying it and seeing what's going on in there, it just, at one point I'm like, this is jacked up. I'm not, I'm not, and because I don't have time to waste, you know, I'm not, I said, I, I'm just not going to waste any more time on this. Mm-hmm. It was slow to, it was slow to ferment to start. And I'm just like, this is just, I'm just jacked up. <laughs> I dumped it and I probably shouldn't have, cause it probably would have turned out just fine. Mm. Um, the highest ABV beer that we put out is our uh, small craft advisory, which is a double pale ale. Uh, comes in at about a seven one, between a seven one and a seven five, depending. It's 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 right in there. I've brewed it a couple times, and it just seems to change, which is beauty of of the small, the small you know amount of beer that we're brewing. It changes all the time. And then I forgot your. My last that, question: Did you put any out that like you knew it was good enough to put out, but you just weren't quite sure if it was going to be popular, and it just like they they drank it in a, a day or two, and you're like shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, our, like, like people thought it was better than you thought it was going to be. Yeah, basically. Right. I think that's our brown ale. We call it our 42-pound 40, brown, which is the record brown trout up here in, in Door County. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a brown ale, when you, when, you, when you go to the liquor store, there's not a lot of them out there. No. And it's kind of that obscure style, and a lot of people have expectations of what they want it to be. Uh you know, and, and, or what they're expecting. So I was really nervous to push that one out um, because I brewed it to be the way I thought a Brown should be. Um, and it, and it really took, and it really took off. It really sold well. I, I had it. I thought it was really good. I, I think I rated it quite, quite well on, on tap, which I've added several beers up to untap for you. I don't know if you know that or not, but um, appreciate it. Is is a brown ale? I don't I don't know the history of a brown ale. Is that is that uh is that more of a European style? Because I feel like when I'm I've been to Europe a few times and I feel like they're very fairly common over there versus yeah, over think, here. You know, I th- you, you think about the brown ales that are available, you know, readily available at your local liquor stores, and it, and it seems very European. Um, I, I would I, maybe it is. You know, I don't I don't know too much about that style. I just knew that there's, I wanted something that kind of bridged the gap between, uh, 
like a stout porter, you know, and, and like a red, you know, yeah. I want a little bit heavier or whatever. And I just thought a brown was nice. And, uh, you know, and it ended up turning out pretty nice. Now, what's the style you see everybody going to? Is it still <laughs> is it still IPA or is it? You know, <laughs> people asking you if like, where's your hazy or your sour? We don't get a lot of ghost. that. It's just, um, you know, where we're at, it's a lot of on the lighter end, right? You know, it's that it's the lighter. It's that it's that gateway. It's that gateway uh, craft beer. The, what do you have? It's like Miller Light. Yeah, you know, and, that, and that's and that's and there's nothing wrong with Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors Light, whatever, because um, that's it's it's very popular up here. Yeah, um, you know, and that's what people are used to. So I wanted to brew something that was, you know, that would be that gateway to craft brewing for them. So brown ales originated in England in the late 17th century. Uh, they varied in strength. They were lightly hopped and brewed mostly from brown malt. Thank so you, Mr. Google. I just uh, thought I'd do 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 do. The more little you know. education. <laughs> there it right. is. Education part over. You had, uh, I mean, a lot of your a lot of your beers are Door County. Most of them are Door County themed. What? Yep. But I don't I don't know what the story is on the 1851 uh, Zwickelager. So 1851 was the year that Door County was founded. Oh, okay. Right. Did not know that. Yep. Absolutely. That's very cool. Yeah. And that and that that's been the fun part for 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 me is is getting creative with the names and there's there you you know Door County there's a lot going on here so the, so the names are endless yeah you know but it's important to kind of match the name with the style and with the with the flavor profile of the beer so that's been that's been you know that's the best part is is naming the beer for sure yeah it's a lot it's a lot of fun I could tell you guys are you get creative with uh with your beer names, I like tan lines. That's one of my favorite things in the world. Is it a blonde ale? Or what is it? <laughs> it is a blonde ale. Yeah, yeah that's, blonde exactly, ale. that's exactly what I think it'd be. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect name then. Yep. Absolutely. If you can guess the style just off the name, perfect. Yep. That was my first Bridge Up Brewing beer was tan lines. First one I drank. And it had to have been the name that drew you in. Uh, well, of course. I mean, that's like I said, it's one of my favorite things in the world. So, very <laughs> nice. Very nice. Very nice. It's a nice tan line. Well, when I walked into Sonny's, um, I mean, everybody, guys, people who listen to the podcast know my boat's up there. So, I was, I had put my boat in that weekend, and I walked into Sonny's for lunch, and I saw on the front door there was a sign out front that said. Um, brewery now open or something like that, or maybe it said Bridge Up Brewing or something like that. And I walked in, I go up to the bar and sit down and get to talking with uh, the the bartender there, who's who's uh, I got to know as he's Kenny. Yep. And uh, Chad, did you know this place before? Had you been there, or were you just looking for a place for lunch? No, I I'd, I've been to Sunny several times. Okay, we've we've, we've stopped there a bunch. Yeah. Um, you know, passing. We didn't we didn't really stop in Sturgeon Bay a whole lot. Um, the last few years, but that was always, uh, there's always a few places in Sturgeon Bay that are, that are fun to stop at and Sunny's has been a, uh, a regular stop for the last several years. So I knew that's where I was going to eat lunch. And then I saw that there was a brewery and I'm like, Oh no shit, this is interesting. 
<laughs> and so was Brett was and, Brett uh, with you? No, no. This was the the weekend that I that I launched the boat. Uh, so I was up there by myself, and uh, yeah, just sitting at the bar drinking by myself. And I, you know, of course, I inquired about Bridge Up Brewing right away, and Kenny got me a flight, and we started talking about craft beer. And I told him about the podcast, and he says, "You got to meet Trent." So <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool too, because I just was hanging out there and, and Trent, you came upstairs and kind of started looking around and it was one of those things where like, I don't think anybody even pointed, pointed me out to you, but I think we kind of just looked like you were across the bar and you were like, Hey, and I'm like, yeah, Hey, are you the, yeah. I'm the- <laughs> their their, eyes, yeah, their yeah, eyes locked from across the room. <laughs> eyes locked. <laughs> you know, and that's kind of my, that's kind of my deal is, you know, I like to stop in when, when hopefully people are upstairs drinking, drinking our beer so I can interact and, and find out how things are going. So that was, I was out and about doing some errands and I thought I'd just swing in and just see if there was anybody around. And, and at that time it was kind of a slower time of, of the season up here. And uh, yeah, it was before it was May, uh, the weekend of May 10th. So it was before anybody, right. anything, anything really started. Right. And I just, you know, I just, you know, I kind of looked at you, you didn't you get the beard, you, beard, you had a hat on. Did he wink at you? Did, like, he, did he give you the eyes? Did he wink? talking about and, <laughs> and, and that's kind of how it started. And then you and I, you know, went down and I showed you the brewing space and and stuff like that. So very, very organic. He he winked at you, yeah. didn't he? He gave you those eyes. Those I, I batted the eyelashes. Chad eyes. <laughs> Chad puppy eyes. Yeah. yeah. There was definitely something about him. Yeah. <laughs> Usually the something about him people say is the smell, but <laughs> this guy's creepy. <laughs> this creepy dude over here at the bar. <laughs> That's awesome. I was the only, the only, well, I were, I think maybe two or three other guys there, but it was not, not busy at all. Yeah, it, was, it was easy. It was easy pickings. <laughs> <laughs> and he so picked cool. you. That guy right there. Do you have a favorite beer of yours out of the 20 or so that you've brewed? Oh, man. Um, I would. Whew. Boy, um, you know, I'm kind of partial to our cherry gosa, just because uh, that's think, a good one. Yeah, I think the you know a gosa is a style that just isn't uh, isn't readily available right now, and just isn't something that people know a lot about. And it's a relatively easy style to brew um, if you can dial the dial the salt in correctly. But the beauty of a gosa is it takes fruit really well and that's what door county is known for is its cherries and its apples yep so i think you know with the with the addition of the of the lot box tart cherry juice that we put in there um it just really is kind of the perfect combination of salty sour tart um it's a, it's kind of got a beautiful color to it it's kind of kind of a pink hue um, it carbs up really nice, so it's got lots of little bubbles in it. It's not over-carb, but not under-carb. It's just kind of a, to me... It's super smooth. Yeah, it's just kind of, a perfect, kind of a perfect beer. You know, and Door County is kind of a summertime mm-hmm. place. You know, that's where we make our haze in the summertime up in Door County, and I just feel like it's one of those... You're on the boat, you're on the golf course, you've you know, you've been outside working in, in the fields all day. You just want to crank a few freaking delicious beers uh that gosa is kind of the kind of the go-to so i think that's probably my favorite one so far 
Trent, when you guys get in the new space, do you think you'll attempt to uh, provide more canning for carryout? Is that is that a uh, is this just something that you only have the capability to do for fun once in a while, or is that a, a plan to provide more carryout options? Yeah, you know, our our plan right now is to have a cooler um, up by our hostess station in the restaurant, uh-huh. stocked with with every beer that we have currently on on tap. You know, it, it's going to be somebody's job to come in and can X amount of beers every day. So that they're that they're ready to grab and go, but we also want to be able to can it right there. You know, when someone's you know someone requests something, um, because it's it's kind of a cool. It's, it's you know there's there's a show about it. You know, I love that idea. You're seeing yeah, it. You're I, that's awesome. Like when they yeah, mix the salad at your table. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's you like that table. <laughs> well, you know, or like okay, maybe that was a bad. Yeah, that was bad. Don't compare well, salad to beer. Come yeah, on. I'm just saying, like, he's right. There's like, like, how many places have you walked into where you're like, you know what, we'll can this right here for you? Nowhere. Yep. No, no I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know of any place. There's places that. where you might, they might say, okay, we have these three things that you can get a growler or whatever of, you right. know, or a howler or whatever it is. But there's no place like, I love this so much. Okay, let's can it up for you. You do a table side even. I mean, I'd be like, honey, excuse me, I'm watching this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the only reason we have the cooler of it is because in and I hope hopefully you guys will come up this summer and, and see Sunny as there this summer. But uh but it it can get pretty busy, you know, like hour, hour and a half wait. And if if it's that busy, everybody's standing in the bar. I don't want to put that pressure on our bar staff uh. to sit there and can a beer uh you know for somebody. So it's just that grab and go option is available for, for those situations. Or when, you know, when somebody's going out on their boat, someone's going to the golf course, they can just run up, grab a couple beers, pay for them and, and, and bust out. Trent, how many days a week are you there now? Like if we're passing through and we want to see the man, like, you know, is there better days that we might have a chance of catching you? I'm there Monday through Friday, guaranteed eight, eight, 15, eight, 15 to four. Yeah. Um, and then Saturdays and Sundays as needed for things like uh, carving, uh, kegging, checking the, you know, checking the ice levels in our, you know, coolers uh, for cooling the fermenters, things like that. I try not to be there on the weekends because to me that's, you know, I've got two, two young daughters and a, and a wife. That's, that's family time yep. for me. But, um, you know, beer, beer has its own mind, mind of its own. So, uh <laughs> I typically try to get up at like, if you know, I always have to go and ice the coolers down because we have a very manual cooling and heating process of our fermenters. So Saturday, Sunday mornings, I'm there at 6 a.m. icing those coolers down, and then I'm back by 7 so I can, you know, bring my wife a coffee, that sort of thing. But um, it's I try to make it as 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, as I can, and maybe that's the corporate America in me that I had for seven years. But yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but I, I mean, you've got a young family, so you got to balance it. I mean, there's there's just no question. You can't spend seventy hours a week at the brewery and expect to have a decent family. So, correct. And I, and, and I easily and I easily could. There's always some. Oh yeah. You know, there's some there's some Mondays where there's some Mondays where I brew a beer. You know, do a yeast dump and and cold crash a beer while I you know and I got to move move the the beer that i had carving and i got a keg of beer and then i got you know 
eight kegs to clean. You know, that's just kind of the way it goes. Sometimes it all piles up. Is there a threshold you have with your partner where you can, you guys kind of have a plan if we get to this point, like, or maybe it comes with the expansion, hopefully what next year, maybe where you're, yeah. where you're going to say, okay, now I'm hiring somebody to do some of this or work some of the times I'm the not bitch there. work. Yeah, yeah. Like the stuff that <laughs> yeah you, you can do in your sleep, but it's just manual and it needs to be done. Yeah. You know, and I think the, the beauty, yes, that, that conversation had, we've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and my business partner is very, in tune with what's what's going on in my world um, and wants me to be as calm, cool, and collective as I possibly can be. Um, so that conversation, we've had that conversation, but there's, you know, the, the beauty of, of having a brewery and a restaurant is there's always staff that have some free time. Sure. You know, I think at some point, if I were to say, you know, I've, I've got a, a, a guy that works there named Nolan, who's very, interested in what's going on start mentoring somebody yeah yeah he's very you know i'm out of town hey nolan can you ice the coolers down hey nolan can you can you move this fermenter into the cooler for a cold crash he's like yes yes he's always stopping in when he can hey what are you doing um he would he would be a perfect candidate you know to you know to break off from what he's doing in the kitchen at sunny's to help me you know do some of those things you know because he has a genuine interest in it yeah. and he's going to, and he's going to take the time and, and care that that's needed to do those things. Yeah. Younger kid, like twenties or something. <laughs> yeah. Younger than me. No, he's probably, I'd say mid thirties. Yeah. Um, I but, wish I was working somewhere where I can just do, but, you know, learn the ropes. Oh man. Yeah. But a curious, you know, that's but a fun. curious guy and by nature, yeah. you know, like, like me has kind of led a couple different lives. Sure. In, his, in his short existence, you know, so just genuinely inquisitive and, and definitely a, a beer, a beer guy, you know, loves craft beer and, and for him to have a, all of a sudden a craft, craft brewery in his workspace, it's just probably maybe like, whoa, that's, this is awesome. You know? <laughs> just like she added the tiggy bar. Wait a minute. There's craft beer here. <laughs> yeah. Wait a yeah. Second. Yeah. You know, where wait I'll a be. tiki. <clears throat> So getting a, a new brewery up and running obviously takes a lot of work. You're you are up and running. What uh, what happens if if uh, the wife says, you know, we really need to take a vacation? Ooh, is that off the table right now? Just uh, or do you would you would you shut down to take the family on a vacation? Oh, shit. How, like, we need to work? go to Disney World, or I don't know what it is. Ew, right? Yeah, don't go to Disney. You know, I, that's I that's know. a great question, and I think um, shut up. <laughs> Disney sucks. <laughs> um, I think I, you know, I owe a lot to my business partner, um, to have, to be, to say to my wife, you know, yes, definitely. We need to take a vacation. Let me talk to Jason and see when the best time would be coupled with the fact that we're a very seasonal location. Yeah. You probably um, maybe could shut yeah, down. Yeah. There's definitely a fall or something like that. Yeah. There's definitely a busy season and, and, and not such a busy season where I think I could steal away for a little bit. And I think, you know, currently and, and hopefully in the future, we'll have the, 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 the capacity to push out the volume where I could really crank hard for two three weeks um, to get set up right. to be able to do that. And I think that would be my, you know, that's my duty as a, as an employee be, that's the responsible thing to do. Work my ass off for two, three weeks so that I can feel good about taking a week with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
you know, and not and not really skip a beat, um, you know, with the, with the beer. Um, yeah, I think it's very it's very doable, you know, and it's just, it's just the beauty of a who my business partner is and b where where we live and uh, and c who my wife is. Very, <laughs> yeah, very, very uh, understanding yeah. woman. Key definitely a big big part of it. Yeah, the uh, where you're at, I think is is one of those keys that you just mentioned there where, you know, someone else, you know, downstate or anywhere, anywhere else really, that's not like not a, a seasonal vacation spot would not be able to do what you're, what you're doing and have the ability to, um, you know, still have the family time. And you're just in a perfect spot, I think, for operating the brewery at the size that you're, that you're doing. I think it's, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. And I appreciate you saying that. Now, was there anything, you know, before you were home brewing stuff, is there anything that now that you've been brewing on uh, the professional level, I guess we'll say, yep. <laughs> commercial level, that you're just, you weren't expecting? You're like, oh, shit, wait, what? You know, is there anything that surprised you along the way going from the garage to, you know? Um, I think, yeah, I, I totally get your question. I think there's a couple of them. One, the just how challenging home brewing really is. You know, I've got the luxury of having a, a beautiful brewing system that's all electric. I can dial in my temperatures the right way. I can be very consistent and it's really helped me appreciate the fact that I brewed some pretty freaking good beer in my garage. <laughs> You know, with with way less than I have today. Um, you know, I think that's that's one. Um, and just how um, how forgiving beer can be, but also how tough beer can be. It's forgiving from the 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 grain side hmm. and it's can be a complete butthole from the <laughs> you know when you're when because a lot of the recipes that that I'm pushing out are just variations of what I feel I kind of did really well out of my garage. You know, just what I'm what my what my comfort level is and then everything else is kind of a variation or a or a break off of those recipes. Um Hops are really volatile and just really tough to work with when you're scaling. And that's just, and maybe that's just my uh, lack of knowledge and lack of experience and understanding of how hops work and, and things like that. But I found that the grains are very linear from a scaling perspective and, and they're, and uh, you can, you can do without, if you're short, if you're short a pound of this, that that's okay. You know, not, not a big deal. You're not going to notice a big change, but you add a half an ounce too much or half an ounce too little of a hop and you've got a completely different beer, which has been a real, which wow. has been a real opener for me. Now with the scaling up, wow. how, that's great. How difficult has that been taking those recipes maybe you used before now you got to scale them up so much from, you know, whatever you're, you know, yeah, five from gallons five, in the garage. Five thirty gallons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how how difficult is it to scale that up? Was it a lot of just 
You just got mm-hmm. like a whiteboard with a bunch of crazy ass math on it. And you're just like, yeah. uh, <laughs> or you just, you're uh, just brewing it, tasting it, going, oh shit, and then brewing it again. And there's, there's been a, bu- a bunch of things. Um, you know, there's a lot of good brewing software out there, and I and I won't and I won't mention any names just because I don't know how that works. But there's some good brewing software that has been a real help. Um, the internet is a wonder. The internet is a wonderful thing, and I'm not afraid to say that I Google stuff all the time because um, I don't know everything. I, I've, I compared to other breweries, I know very little probably. Um, so I'm googling stuff all the time, and I have a wife who's very analytical and who do, works with numbers and 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 forecasting and things like that for a living. So she's been a great help to me when I bring recipes and say, you know, does this seem right to you? Like this doesn't seem quite right to me does this seem right to you so it's just been a combination of things and it's it's it is a challenge you know and and i think that uh maybe that's why i feel so good when a beer actually turns out <laughs> well because it's almost like i i feel like it's almost like having a bait you know and i'm not a woman but i feel like it's having a i have two kids so when when you ha- when you have a baby it's amazing that they come out Mm-hmm. Like, like normal because there's yeah. like so much stuff that can go wrong it's like yeah. nine months in there and you have no idea what's going on it's like beer in a fermenter you're like knocking on there you're reading <laughs> you know you're talking nicely to it like hey it just really wants to well, please be tasty nice wart be a good wart yeah yes. so you warming get a little... you. i'm warming you i'm cooling you there's some relief when that comes out mm-hmm. and it's good and you're you're moving on yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Take a lot, I took a lot of very good notes, you know, yeah, because yeah. No, no beer is the same. And so I've got post, you know, if you look at my brewery, I got post-it notes stuck everywhere. I'm lucky that I've got a, a family member that works for 3M. I've got these really great industrial, <laughs> like, sticky post-its that freaking <laughs> stick to everything, and they're all over the place. But uh, That's awesome. Know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I imagine it's kind of like when we brew a home beer, we crack it open for the first time. We're like, well, it doesn't taste like shit. <laughs> I, it's even before that. Yeah. Just when we're like, you know, when we smell it, we're like, oh, well, it doesn't smell like shit. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Nobody got hurt. This and that's time. why that's why when Nobody we did, got hurt this time. <laughs> when we did the burnout. I was like, this smells good. I think we're I think yeah. we're OK. Have you have yeah. you felt like, Trent, though, that your your knowledge is just in, in your ability with this venture has just been exploding you know does it feel like you're taking you know big steps and what you're able to do or do, or do you feel like it's sort of a slow process learning learning the ropes here of running your own brewery no i feel it's i, I feel it's very exponential yeah um, for a lot of reasons because you, you run into something you run into a new issue every day whether it's small or large and it mm-hmm. forces you to go and figure out the answer or the solution to that problem. Whereas a home brewer, you can live with a marginal beer. You can, you know, the investment in a shitty beer is minimal, but I'm, I'm responsible to not only my, my business partner and to Sonny's pizzeria where we're exclusive, but also to the the people that are coming, you know, the public, the, the people who live in Door County, the people who are visiting and it's our brand that's on the line. And I don't have the luxury of just being like, ah, it's just whatever i'll i'll brew brats with this or i'll mm-hmm. you know, my chili so you know those those questions those like small mistakes those small like nah, it's not quite right have really forced me to dive into 
you know, podcasts like this, websites, books, you know, reaching out to, to other brewers and just asking questions like, why? I have no idea why this happened and I've got this off flavor or I've got, you know, this issue. So I think it's because of that, it's been very exponential because I feel a, a little bit more of an obligation, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the craft than I did when I was, you know, brewing in my 80 degree garage. Yeah. We could, we could just pawn it off on dumbass neighbors. Here, take this dude. Drink it. It's good. It's fine. Um, <laughs> That that was my kind of my go to. You go to a friend's house, you bring your shitty homebrew, and you just leave it there. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. I uh, just keep it. It's fine. No big deal. In the in that nondescript brown bottle, and they yeah. find it a couple weeks later, and they're like, "What the hell is this?" And yeah, they, what they in open, the world? They open it and freaking like Mount Vesuvius, like all yeah. over their freaking kitchen, and they're like, "Just be what? sure." You're- just be sure you give me the bottle back. I don't have all the other <laughs> bottles. So I'll have the bottle back. <laughs> when you're done drinking, I'll come get the bottle. Now, exactly. He mentioned reaching out to other brewers. How have you found, you know, the other brewers, you know, when you're reaching out for help, you know, yeah. are, are they all just really accommodating? For the most part of the company, there are some dicks out there. I mean, how has it been reaching out for help? I mean, Technically, it's it's a competitor, I guess. Yeah, you, you don't need say, to name but, names, but is there any? But if you want to name names, DX, you can't <laughs> name names. I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm I'm a pretty I'm a pretty in tune guy with with people, so I know that there are some breweries that I just it would be a waste of time to reach out to. Yeah. Mm. Um, but my time in the Twin Cities, it's a very beer centric town area. Mm-hmm. Uh, built a lot of great relationships, one being Excelsior Brewing Company out in Excelsior, Minnesota. Probably some of the nicest guys and gals I've ever dealt with. Uh, and, I, and I've spent a fair amount of time there. Uh, and that's where I went when I when I got into this venture. That, those were the first people I called and said, hey, I need to, to be around bigger batches of beer and figure out what this is going to be like. And they were like, come on over. You know, and I traded manual labor for sitting down after work for a couple of beers, just asking questions. Um, so I think, you know, for the most part, at least the people I've reached out to have been very accommodating, um, you know, around around Door County. Everybody in Door County has been awesome. You know, everybody in Door County has been awesome. And a handful of people <laughs> I've reached out to in the, in the Green Bay area. Great. Um, yeah, I just feel like I think if you approach it the right way. Um, you'll, you'll get the answers you need. You know, you're not trying to steal industry secrets or recipes or anything like that. It's just like, hey, it's kind of an SOS, like, dude, I don't, something's going wrong and I need your help. <laughs> and I think it's because we've all come from the same place, essentially. Right. We've all, come out, for the most part, we've all come out of our garages and, you know, we're all at different phases of this, uh, of this thing. So, yeah, that's one of the cool things I think about, about Crash Beer. Instead of all the different brewers we've talked to, the sentiment's about the same. You know, they're all willing to help out other brewers. They don't have a problem talking to other brewers, um, helping everybody out. You know, and it's it's just kind of a cool thing within, you know, what you would see as a competitor. You're still willing to help them out. You know, and like you said, they all came from the same spot. They all started home brewing with home brew kits or whatever, and they're all, you know, just like you. They're you know started small and and gotten yeah. bigger or whatever. So well, I. And I you know, for me, like you and Chad got me into, 
you know, sort of opened my eyes to what was out there for beer. Um, and you hear a lot of times like, well, what, what sells craft beer? Well, it's, it's the stories, it's the stories. Right. Uh, but what I found that I did not really expect, um, you know, there, there's all these great flavors and this new sort of just palette of, of taste that I, I'm just so thoroughly enjoying. But my favorite thing is meeting people like you, Trent. And I, I just, I love the beer community of, of people that are just, hey, we're just hanging out. We're just having good beer. We're talking about beer. We're talking about what it goes with. Talk about where it comes from. Like I don't even know if it's really the story for me. What I love, I just love all the people. Yeah, just so many awesome people connected with craft beer. So yeah, and, and I didn't totally, expect that starting totally out. Totally agree with you. Totally agree. I appreciate you, that. You didn't expect and the feels. Yeah, all I did. The feels, all the you know, all like feels. all the hugs. You know, like yeah. I just I like who knew, I, who knew I knew you had marketing a heart? the stories, but nobody knew you had a heart until this. It, it, you know, it, it warmed it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was ice cold before. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jake, uh, you, uh, we've, we have an opportunity here where you can actually come up to Door County and give Trent a nice big hug if you want. I cannot wait to stop by and say hi to Trent. I will, I will see you this summer. Be careful. Well, we, Be careful. we have he the opportunity. And Be careful. Trent, Trent's invited us to come up and have a brew day with him. Oh, boy. Where we can actually come up with a, our, a recipe that we want to brew, and we can brew it right there in his facility. We I don't want, have, we've never had this opportunity to work with. I want chocolate. I want any brewery. I want olives. <laughs> I want no don't listen to this guy. Don't listen to me at all. Uh, do we have potential dates picked out? <laughs> the sooner we've talked, we've, we've I, talked about still this. We've discussed this so many times. The end of July. When you go up there. First is, weekend of August. It doesn't matter. We'll talk about that off camera. I anyway. will, I will try. No, I will. I also have young children, an awesome, you know, awesome we're wife. We're in the middle of an interview. Lot, yeah. yeah, so it's, <laughs> it gets hard, and that's my birthday is July 29th, and I know they're planning something. So nobody, nobody cares. About I know you guys don't care. Here, here's the deal. I don't know. I don't know if your you guys family, can go. I don't know if your families know each other very well. If you guys hang out as as couples and families or not, but I, I've I've got a home here in Sturgeon Bay, and I've also got a cottage, ten minutes from my home that in the off season sits empty. So if it means you bring your families up here and they all shack up at my cottage and they have a good time while you're brewing beer with me, we'll, we'll do that. Right, but boy. I think, I think it would be a really cool opportunity for the four of us to get together in, in the, in the, the closet of a brewery that I have <laughs> and, and yeah. allow you and allow you guys to kind of, you know, work up your own recipe and, and, and we'll brew it. And you know, I'll ferment it, and you know, maybe you guys come up for a day, and we 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 tap it, and we 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 drink it out on on the boat or or wherever. That would be fun. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's the beauty of of our brewery and our space is that it allows us that flexibility, and that's that's really what we're all about is that collaboration and that fellowship of of, of brewing. So I, I would love it if you guys could make it work, and you guys can decide what dates work for you. Cause the bottom line is I'm always here and, and I'm always available and, and we'll find a place for you guys to stay and, and your families. If that's, if that's what it takes for, for you to do it. Cause I get it. I've got a family too. So sometimes things are a tall, tall ask. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll we make it, make it happen. I think it would make a good segment if we could kind of video some of it. And, yeah. So yeah, I'm saying awesome. just yeah. do, do a right. part two follow up to this podcast. First week in August, I will let you guys know. Give me like, give me a couple of days. 
You're gonna submit the paperwork, <laughs> triplicate. I will. I'm. A, I'm just gonna submit it as a get, family trip. Get those TPS reports in. Because it's you know it's just a lot <laughs> to be like I'm gonna be gone for a few days brewing beer. So <laughs> for me it is. Yeah. Well, that's uh, we're getting towards the end here, Trent. So, where can people find you? Oh wait, you no, on hold on. I have two questions wh- for Trent. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, Jim. Trent, do you have question one? Do you keep any <laughs> domestic beer in your fridge that you drink? Any sort well, of? It's kind of a rap question. We we like to ask people. I do. Yep, absolutely. I'm a a Miller Lite, Coors Light guy. I got both in my fridge right now, and I feel like domestic beer has its definitely has its place it's my it's my first go-to when i'm i've got a fairly substantial yard and a very unsubstantial battery powered lawnmower (laughs) in an inevitably stops three quarters of the way through so (laughs) to to run and just pound a couple beers and and it's a middle season ticket holder uh so game days are all about miller light for me uh, uh, what what season ticket holder? I'm a Green Bay Packers season. That's ticket. what I thought you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure those, sure those guys. We down all heard it. Yeah, we, we heard it. It's fine. Nobody cares. <laughs> Move on. Absolutely. Uh, and my other question: Is there anything that, let's say, long week, a lot of brewing, tired, you you feel like a drink, but you don't feel like beer? Is there anything else you'll you'll reach for? Yep, I'm a I'm a big bourbon guy. Okay. Yep. Love bourbon, um, but definitely seasonal bourbon, guys. So fall, winter, spring bourbon. Um, otherwise, like I, on the before the podcast, I, I had a uh, a whiskey ginger ale with mm. like lime and lemon in it. So nice, right. definitely good stuff. Sounds yummy. The, getting to know, yeah, getting to know our buddy Trent. All right, Chad. Oh, where uh, where can we find you on social media? Are you do you have a? I don't think you have a website, right? But you're we, uh, we own a domain, but not an active website. You can actually find a tab if you go to sunnyspizzeria.com or Sunny's. If you Google Sunny's, there is a brewery tab out there at their webpage. Um, but we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you know, at Bridge Up Brewing. Awesome. Well, this was fun. Um, yeah. Like I said, we we this is this has been uh, a great experience for us and and uh, getting to know new people by doing these interviews. So, Absolutely. really, really enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, you guys, yeah. have any other questions? As have I. I really appreciate the time, guys. Yeah, thanks for hanging with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Trent. All right, yeah. hang out, hang out for a sec afterwards, Trent. Okay, sounds good. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And we're always gonna hang out.